at hating justice, then you come to the right place. On today's case, I'm going to be talking about a crappy dad. And I will be talking about a teenage romance. Okay, so welcome, welcome to the first do you say first inaugural or inaugural episode of Criminally Clueless? Fun fact, neither of us can say the name of our podcast well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but you know, we like it. <laughs> it's so, catchy, it's catchy. It's kind of sketchy. It is sketchy. Yes. Um, you know, people like alliteration. This is the feedback we've been getting from the public. You know, people like alliteration. You know, forget it. Doesn't matter if you can actually say the words. It just looks cute. So, you know, we're keeping it. Um, we're practicing. We are practicing. Um, criminally clueless. How criminally clueless. Okay, I have to okay. do it slow, though. You know, slow works. You know, whatever works. Once it gets out, once it gets out. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... In case anybody's wondering how we ended up with this amazing job of being mm-hmm. podcast co-hosts, um, we have a hustler spirit. That's really, that's really, that's really all it comes down to. We have a hustler spirit. We, Susanna actually got me involved in a situation <laughs> in which I have now becoming, I've now become the dog mom to a Pomeranian. But not just any Pomeranian, the world's most expensive Pomeranian. Whatever Bonnie. The, yes, Bonnie. Her, <laughs> her Russian government name is Bonnie, but she's called Bonnie and she responds to Bonnie. Whatever ailment you could think of, she probably hasn't. Um, yes, but she is adorable and she's too cute. She really deserves a good life. You know, she. Um, she had a rough start. She belonged to some breeders. The breeders did not treat her well. So there's been some things. But now she's with me and I am dedicated to her having a good life. You know, we don't know how long she's going to be around for. You know, we're hoping she will get some more years. But but honestly, you have to explain. First and foremost, we don't know how long we're going to be here. That's another not good in the point. podcast, but... Like in line. Yeah. <laughs> but Bonnie has a condition, a heart condition. <laughs> I just need that. I thought I could catch the stop button in time, but I didn't. <laughs> um, we are not, you know, audio professionals, obviously. If that wasn't obvious to you from the beginning or from the first two teasers, <laughs> we really hope you enjoyed that first teaser where we couldn't figure out how to make our music um, a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't sound like we were shouting at you. Um, me sounded like I was stiff as hell. Well, I mean, it's okay. We'll get there, you know. I mean, we're lovable. We'll get there. <laughs> so um, the point is, is, we have Bonnie. Bonnie is kind of the catalyst for all of this. Um, but to be honest, Susanna and I have been talking about starting a side hustle. Not necessarily for monetary purposes, but just because we both have boring as fuck everyday jobs. Um, we're not going to go into too much about, you know, our employers, where we are, that situation. But Susanna and I met at work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And three I, years ago, I make your life better. It's been three years? It's been three years. Well, shit. Well, <laughs> we've been talking about starting something on the side that 
kind of taps into things that we both enjoy. Mm -hmm. Susanna loves talking and I like crime. So we ended up here. (laughs) (laughs) And there we are. And there we are. That's basically it. Crime, clueless. There you go. That's a good point. (laughs) I I only mentioned that I'm Venezuelan, but you didn't mention that you're Trini. That is true. So we were bound to be close. That's true. So not only... Like, were we physically close at work because she sat right next to me? <laughs> um, our countries are geographically close. We're neighbors in every sense of the word. And she also only lives about 15, 20 minutes away from my apartment. Um, so we've been talking about it for a while. I actually did not think that I would like Susanna when I first met her. Yeah, why? You Listen, are 110%. I'm always 100%. Exactly, but I operate at like a cool 30. Like if you get me at 50, it's probably you riled me up. (laughs) (laughs) So when I first met her and she was just like all of this personality, I was like, oh, I'm still those things. Yes, yes. But you know when I realized that I liked you as a person? Because I'm always awesome. Sure, Susanna, but that wasn't it. It wasn't just that, it was that. One day you didn't come to work. I was like, something is missing here. The noise. So, exactly. There you go. Like you filled a vacuum of boringness that we didn't even realize we needed. And I remember Stephen and I were like, where's Susanna? <laughs> like, where's Susanna? And then Jared came and he was like, hey, it's so boring here today, right? Yeah, Susanna should come to work. Because, I mean, y'all don't know her yet. But she comes in the office and she's like, good mornings. Extra S's. Please, rolling my S's. And (laughs) just kind of fills up the room. And, you know, the fact that even though we're very different, I think uh, we're a good pair. You know, where I'm low, Susanna is high. You're not low. Yeah, but you know what? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Meh. I forced myself into your group. Jared, Steven. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but, but, you know, if we didn't want you there, we'd kick you out. You know, we don't like everybody. Oh. We're like the mean girls at the office. <laughs> the quiet, mean girls. Yeah, like quiet, mean girls. We don't like everybody. Right. We don't mean to. But right just... now, it's a, there, you were three, and now the quiet, mean girls, minus two. Minus one. Minus one. Sorry, Steven. Yes, yes. Yeah. So Steven's yeah. no longer in the group. But you're there, you know. So you're the loud, and mean loud. girl. Yeah, you're a one loud, mean girl. Now, we don't we don't say mean girl because we're actually, like, mean. But mm, it's just that anybody see, if you, if you watch The Office at all, <laughs> then you know what we mean. Like, there are just personalities at The of, uh, Office that you just can't handle. What's your confession? Please don't hate me. What's that? I've never watched The Office. I've I don't watch clips. You. Oh, okay. I don't. Let me tell you something. I only got into The Office in the pandemic. I would avoid oh. it nonstop, nonstop, right? Because I don't know. I just thought I wouldn't find it funny. I know I find British humor funny. So I always mm-hmm. told myself if I was going to start watching The Office, I would start watching the British one because I heard it's funnier, mm-hmm. right? And then one day I was just home. And I think um, it was like maybe one of those public holidays or something. And I put it on. And I think it might have been the episode. Like, I didn't even start from the beginning. I just start like smack dab in the middle. And I can't really remember what happened. But I do know I love Mindy Kaling. And she was on this episode doing something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I'm 
will keep watching. And yeah, I see how it became a cult classic. You Did know? you finish it? I watched the whole thing. Just this is the world's longest introduction <laughs> to tell you that we have started this side hustle. And um, the reason we started it is really a twofold, which is we wanted the opportunity to be creative. And we also talk and enjoy crime. And also on the other side, we have this dog and we are trying to get the word out about getting her help and getting her healthy. Right? Yes. Yes. I, I, at the beginning, I thought, oh, this is a good thing, you know, for Bunny. Mm -hmm. And then I get to escape my family. I mean, I love sure. you, but sure. sometimes we need yeah. breaks. Yeah. And by way, I mean me. Of course. Um. But I also see it as an opportunity for others to see how conversations evolve between the two of us. Yeah. I mean, at least I hope that we're transmitting that. Because we, we talked about heavy topics and then we always managed to laugh or yeah. lighten the mood. Yeah. And why not share it? Sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. So you want to start with your first grade? Yes, I do. Hey. All right. <laughs> I already told Susanna that she is not ready. <laughs> I, I, I said, Susanna, uh, you're not ready for this case. Okay, so um, we are not professionals at editing. So unfortunately, you're going to probably hear all the pages turn in the background. And you're going to hear us hit the mic. Gonna you know, bear with us. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so case, my first case, case number one, a crappy dad. <laughs> okay. Okay, this so is So this case is set in Durango. I think I pronounced that right. Durango, Colorado, Southern mm -hmm. Colorado. Mm -hmm. um, born February 6, 1999, Dylan Redwine was born to parents Elaine Hatfield and Mark Redwine and joined the family with his younger brother, older brother, not younger, mm -hmm. Corey Redwine. Now, on the internet, um, some websites called the mom Elaine Hall, some called her Elaine Hatfield or Hatfield. I'm not sure which one is correct. I saw on several websites Hatfield, so we're going to go with Hatfield. Okay. okay? <clears throat> um, oh, I'm already messing this up. I should probably say that this case the majority of the information was taken from articles by naveen rao and from the i think it's rainbow rainbow.com and then from patrick armio from the durango herald okay okay so continuing on so dylan was born february 6 1999 and he had an older brother Corey. Um, both boys grew up in what was or would be, would have been considered a normal life. Um, you know, they had normal working class parents. They lived in a suitable home. You know, they had a solid upbringing. But then in 2007, um, their dad and mom decided to get divorced. Now, I heard or read, sorry, that that divorce was very acrimonious. Um, Mark was not obviously happy to be going through this divorce. Mm -hmm. And 
on one website it said divorce lasted from 2005 to 2009 so i'm not sure if probably the custody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i'm not sure if uh the divorce started in 2005 then became final in 2007 because it says 2007 is when they got divorced and mm-hmm. then maybe the custody battle went on until 2009 you understand okay. what i mean um anyway the divorce was not easy and mark was making it difficult obviously for custody purposes now the older boy Corey, he wasn't subject to this because at the time when they were going through the divorce he was already no he was already over 18 right Mm. but the younger boy dylan he was 13 right at the time when so that's he was the real he was the real focus of the custody battle okay um so then eventually they got divorced the divorce got settled and because the divorce was so contentious the mom took the boys and moved away to Colorado Springs, okay. which was just a short plane ride away. Um, but, you know, now living in Canada, I could tell you that even though this is like the Nothing next town true. over, it's like mm-hmm. 10 years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, so I don't really have a point of reference for where Colorado Springs is from Durango. But, um, yes, she moved there. And, of course, Mark was pissed off about this because, you know, she picked up his son and took him away. Um, well, both of her boys, his boys mm-hmm. took him away. Um, but he had visitation. He was granted visitation. And okay. then on Thanksgiving of 2012, it was November 18, 2012, mm-hmm. Dylan begrudgingly went to Durango to visit with his dad. Now, he didn't want to go. He told his mom he didn't want to go, right? Okay. But he had a court-appointed visit for Thanksgiving, Right. Mm-hmm. So by all accounts, they said Dylan didn't want to go. Um, apparently, Dylan and Mark hadn't been getting along. I just want to say here yes. for anybody that had gone through custody um, issues and why not. Listen to your kids. Mm. There is always a reason mm-hmm. why they don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Talk to them. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I mean, you're right with this one. So we're going to get to that. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> well, yeah, I told Susanna that I'm going to give you a heads up about this case because, you know, just as a trigger, you know, in case it bothers you because it involves children, you have children. So, you know, yeah. just so you know. <clears throat> so the mom said he was bored in the plane and that as he was walking away, she said, oh, you're too old to give your mom a hug. And he came back and he gave her a hug. And that was the last time that she saw him alive. So he gets on the plane ride to go visit with his dad. Mm -hmm. And he even tried to make plans to go stay at a friend's house. Because remember, they used to live in Durango before. Mm -hmm. So he tried to make plans to go stay at the friend's house. And Mm -hmm. the dad said, no, the dad refused. Right? Okay. Now, cut to, so remember, he went on the 18th of November. On the 19th of November... Elaine gets a text. It was actually a text from Mark saying, mm-hmm. hey, have you heard from Dylan? I've been trying to reach him all afternoon. And so, of course, Elaine's like, what the hell do you mean? Yeah, with him. yeah he's with yeah. you. And he said, no, you know, I've been trying to reach him. According to Mark, when he got up that morning, he had some errands to run. Dylan was sleeping on the couch. He got up and he left him there. When he came back, he was not there. Mm-hmm. So he told Elaine... So Elaine messaged him, and I even have a, a quote of what she said. She said, mm-hmm. he wouldn't just leave, and he would have called me, 
you know and she went on to say i'm so suspect of you right now immediately she said i'm mm -hmm. so suspect of you right now it's mommy for you my friend how could he just disappear right mm -hmm. so she from where she was in colorado springs calls the police you know now why did she have to do that she's all the way over there so sorry that enjoyed the sound of my mic hitting the, <laughs> the counter right I'm so nervous. of course the dad says yeah 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 you're not ready Susanna you're not ready trust me so you know the dad says well obviously he's by a friend because remember he had asked to stay at a friend's house yeah right so it's a believable story that maybe he picked up himself and but the mom was adamant she said he would not just leave mm -hmm. right <clears throat> now what we didn't know was that a year before Dylan went missing, he and his brother and the dad went on a guy's trip to somewhere in the Midwest, right? Mm -hmm. They said Midwest. We're in Canada. I don't know where Midwest is. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Midwest is, but they went to the Midwest. Okay. Yeah. So... In 2011, the three of them went on this trip together and they were staying at a motel at some point in the trip. Okay. And while the dad was asleep, Mark is asleep, Dylan was on his computer and saw something. Yes, he saw something. He was so disturbed, he woke up Corey and they went to the bathroom to oh look at what they found on the dad's I computer. Tell me, <laughs> Tell me what you no, think they found. Tell me what you think they found. No. Tell I mean, I, at the beginning, I thought it was, okay, porn. No. But, mm -mm. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. How to hide a body. I mean, it's not, it's not, not porn, but it's not any porn that a sane person would, um, <laughs> would enjoy. But, uh, do I give it a couple of. No, no, no. One more guess, and then I'll. I. I'm. It's porn, you said, right? It's in the vein of porn. Like, of fetishes. Oh, like Fifty Shades of Grey. You wish. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Not the> 50. <laughs> so, you ready for it? Yes. You know what they saw? They saw a picture of their father wearing women's underwear, bra, panties, and eating poop out of a diaper. Oh, my. That's why this story is called I... a crappy dad. <laughs> Chanel. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Chanel. Yeah. I mean, this is a real story. Whatever you. And if you would like to see the pictures, if you no, would like to see you. the pictures, they're available on the internet. Oh, okay. I did not want to look. I did not. <laughs> I did not want to look. They're really pictures. They're really pictures. Fine. Feel free to go look it up. No. The name is Mark Redwine. No, no, no. Thank no? you. No. How old were they? He's thirteen, and the older brother. Well, he would have been twelve at this time. The uh -huh. older brother would have been 18 or 19. Okay. Right? Okay, okay, okay. Following. In my opinion, if I'm Dylan, you can't tell me shit. Because you eat shit. But <laughs> you can't tell me anything. How did you make <laughs> sense of this? Anyways. Right. But I mean, so the point the point is, is Corey at this point mm -hmm. believes that um, Dylan lost all respect for the dad from seeing this picture. Okay. Right? Obviously, this yeah. is an intense thing to see. I mean, it's one thing to see a father dressed up in underwear, ladies' underwear, fine to each their own, you know. But the poop eater, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> my 
father and any underwear, even if it's mm -hmm. men's underwear, mm -hmm. I don't want to see that. Sure. But then he didn't poop from a diaper. Hmm. From a diaper. From a diaper. I mean, the paper has been painted. So they launch a massive search for Dylan. He, he's a baby. He's 13, right? So he, the father is adamant. He go come back. You mm -hmm. know? The mom's like, he is 13. He has no credit card. He has no financial means. Where is he going to come yeah. back? Yeah. This is like, use your sense. Use your sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the police... Are looking for him at the beginning they started treating it as like a suspicious runaway mm -hmm. almost like oh, he ran away possibly mm -hmm. we're not gonna eliminate that as an option because i remember he and the father were having problems right yeah but they went on to say it's suspicious you know the whole thing a little sus yeah so they launch a massive scaled search for this boy dogs they went diving they searched they all the mountains. Have clues or they have no clues because remember he just went by the dad. According yeah. to the dad, he was on the couch. Then he left, came back, and he wasn't there anymore. Okay. Right? And this is not somewhere he's unfamiliar with. Mm -hmm. He used to live there. Yep. So they're looking for him everywhere, and he the, the father was working with the police. Air quotes around that. Mm -hmm. He was working with the police. They, they searched work his with house. The yeah, mm -hmm. they searched his house. But you know what I found completely upsetting? More upsetting than the poop diaper situation. What say? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> what, how he spoke to the news. So oh. the dad, if you go on the internet, you find some clips of him doing interviews and whatnot. And the interview that he did, he says, oh, my thoughts are with Dylan. But that's your son. What? Yeah. And he said... Um, when they asked him about, you know, what does he think about the rumors? Because obviously people think he's to blame for this, you know, because from the beginning, the mommy Lane said, you need to look at him, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. She didn't, she didn't even hesitate. She said, yeah. I know he did something. Mm -hmm. Um, but he said, you know, oh, I have a quote. I think he said, uh, he could only imagine being a mother in her situation and how frustrated she must be at um what yeah and she's looking to find some she's trying to find somebody to blame for this and how his thoughts are with dylan he's trying to find she's trying to find somebody to blame, blame. Mm -hmm. so at mirror. some point in all there so they're looking for dylan they're looking for dylan the police mm -hmm. look all over right then about two weeks after he goes missing, this boy is missing two weeks, they finally said, this is not a runaway. We're treating this like a crime mm -hmm. because he has no means to take care of himself. Yeah. He is 13. Yeah. Where would he have gone without somebody mm -hmm. helping him? And even if somebody helped him because he asked that person to help him, he's still a minor. So okay. he's gone off with a person who's now technically kidnapped him, if you think about it. Yes. Because his parents don't know where he is. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So is, has he been trafficked? Has he been kidnapped? Like, you know, what? What's, yeah. Well. Mm. So the police rule out the runaway story. 
And okay. then they even set up a task force to investigate. You know, they got all these people involved. Mm-hmm. I think it had a Colorado Bureau of Investigation, like their own okay. version of the FBI. Mm-hmm. And um, months pass. Months. Months. That's right. Months hmm. pass. Yeah. And Elaine told the police about what Dylan saw. Because I think Corey told her about what Dylan saw. Okay. Right? So Elaine told the police, mm-hmm. and of course they shed new light on. Obviously, if the father found out that the son saw, saw that, that it, and I think I think I read somewhere that Corey told the dad, mm-hmm. you know, we saw these pictures of you eating the poop in the panties. I was gonna say, oh crap! <laughs> well, <laughs> it's applicable, right? <laughs> so, um, so the dad is aware. That they know. Mm-hmm. And I think it was becoming more difficult for him to discipline Dylan. Because like I said, you can't tell me shit if I catch you eating shit. Yeah. You know? Like this is... How are you going to tell me how to act? You can't tell me how to act. Exactly. You wear pampers and eat out of diapers in your free time. Mm. You know? My goodness. Yeah, well, not really. He doesn't wear pampers. He just eats from the pampers. Now, I, we don't know if it's his I was going to ask... <laughs> <laughs> is it their own poop? We don't know. Like I'm going to put their diaper on know. and just. We don't know. <laughs> we, don't, we have no contact. We have no. I'm not ready for No me. confirmation. I'm hoping. I don't know. Like, gun to your head. Would you eat your own poop? Probably not mine. <laughs> really? But my kids? Yes. Of course. You'd eat. Okay. You're all done. <laughs> For my kids, I would. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a no but, gun, gun to your head. Nah, not their head. They're fine. Mm. It's you. Mm. I don't know, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> Sound off in the comments if you'd eat your poop if somebody had a gun to your head. Oh my. And do you God. think it's worse if you have to eat your poop or somebody else's poop? It's an odd episode to start with, the poop, it right? Is. <laughs> but I knew I no. knew you weren't expecting okay. this and that's why I chose this one. <laughs> yes. I have so many questions. Wait. Listen, okay, let's think about the that's perspective. I have this life. Yeah. Right. Secret life. And exactly. I mean, even if I don't I'm not eating poo out of anybody's diaper. Yeah. Or my own. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want my kids to see exactly. pictures of me right. doing these things. But again, there must have been something else, or the kids well, we snap don't. and be like, "Listen, mm. we don't know. We'll never, we'll never know for sure." But we can only speculate that he may have tried to correct Dylan, or maybe to take the role of par- a parent. Yeah, but you've kind of lost that pedestal like to begin with they weren't they weren't seen eye to eye they were fighting from before so mm-hmm. if you could imagine now you have this in a mix on top of those raw feelings it's not gonna be easy you know and yeah. i'm not trying to make any excuses for poop eating mark you know <laughs> not at all because you know what happens at the end of this story yeah but, but i see how it's gonna add a little extra element of stress if every time i say clean up your room 
We are like, well, go eat some shit. Uh, come, come get meat, my. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, pick up your shit. Why? You're gonna eat it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I picked this case Jesus. because I felt it would be a good one to ease you into. Just for the <laughs> listeners' sake, <laughs> Susanna told me from the beginning she was worried it was gonna get really scary and heavy. So we. <laughs> This is kind of scary, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, okay. it's sad. Sorry. It is. Well, we are getting oh to the, the most upsetting yes. part of the story, which is, yeah. so months have passed. Elaine tells the police about what she heard or found out from, I think, Corey mm-hmm. about what they saw on his computer. And of course, you know, this piqued more interest into what um, Mark had been up to and mm-hmm. whatnot. And um, at some point... Mark even went on Dr. Phil and oh. he said, yeah. And I think the whole family was on Dr. Phil, maybe not the mom, but the clips I saw of Dr. Phil, the son was there, Corey. And he straight mm-hmm. up told Dr. Phil, I think he has something to do with it. And he said, I think he took Dylan away from my mom to get back at my mom. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's what he said. Straight up. And the dad just there looking at him. You should really see a picture of this smart guy. You can Google him if you want to. Mm-hmm. He's just looking at him, just like his eyes. He has like these kind of buggy eyes. And he's just mm-hmm. sitting there, just like Google eye, just looking at him. Like no emotion, nothing. Right? But that's even more scary. Just kind of how, like how he addressed the, the news reporter where he said, mm-hmm. my thoughts are my with thoughts. Dylan. Like, As if it was somebody else. Exactly. Like if it was some stranger mm-hmm. that disappeared mm-hmm. and not actually his son. Yeah. Anyway, um, Corey was very vocal. That he thought his father had something to do with it. Then seven months, seven months after this boy disappeared, on the 27th of June, 2013, they found some of his remains. They found bones. And they were about 10 miles away from... From the father's house. Father's house in a wooded area. Now, I don't know miles. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that is fairly close, you know? But... They did a search. They what happened says, to da, da, da. So I had a I had a point about it, even in my notes. So they did the search all in the mountains. Mm-hmm. They had searched his apartment, Mark's apartment. I don't know what kind of search they did. Because now that they found his bones, mm-hmm. right? Mark looks to chime in and say that an animal probably got him. You know, maybe he was out on a walk and a bear ate him. What? Yeah. But the bear is <laughs> not going to bury him. Oh, the, no, no, that's not even the most. So when we get to the court part, you'll see that they basically debunked that theory because it was November. The bo- bear sleeping. The bear's You're not awake. Thinking that the we're bear's the not awake to eat Dylan to mm. begin with, right? So apparently Dotish Mark, and for the listeners, Dotish is a trinity word for stupid. Right? <laughs> Dotish Mark told his ex-wife back in the day that if he was ever going to kill anybody, he would bury the body in the woods. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the hell? So now they go back and they search his apartment. Mm-hmm. Right? They're searching the apartment again. Finally, now they're searching it with luminol. Luminol is that chemical that they, I don't know if they spray it or they paste it or what they do, but when you turn on a black light, it shows up like this bright glowing blue to uh-huh. show you everywhere that there is biologicals like blood right? okay i don't know if it's specific to blood or all biologicals but i want to say blood mm-hmm. so place light up like a christmas tree i the couch 
This Chanel. chair everywhere, just just blood all over there. But because it will pick up traces, even if you try to clean it, right? Yeah. So, um, I even saw watch a I saw a couple of crime videos about this case, mm-hmm. and I watched read a couple of articles, and apparently he had a girlfriend at the time who claimed that Dylan cut his finger. <gasps> yeah. Okay. She knew. Up oh, now, of course they arrested Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Mark. Um, they, he said, I think he corroborated the story that Dylan cut himself, right? Okay. Um, but I have questions about that search. Why didn't they find this in the first search? Now, I don't know if they need a special warrant to use the luminol and maybe they didn't do it back in the day. I'm not sure. But if they were looking... If everything was pointing as he ran, like he was got, he got mad and he ran away. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but the teenagers, we all try to, I'm going. Oh my gosh. When I was young, I used to Huckleberry Finn, my escapes. So I don't know if you remember the Huckleberry, (laughs) Huckleberry Hound cartoons. Not Huckleberry Finn, it'll be Huckleberry Hound. He used to have this stick. With like a cloth tied to the stick and all his belongings in the cloth. Yes. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought that was a good way to transport my belongings. So I would <laughs> run away and I would never I get to the side of the house. That's as far as I got. Let my mother raise her voice at me once and this is it. I gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to be on the Did side that fly of the house. With her? Huh? That flight with her? She didn't care. She knew where I was. I wasn't. I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> but I used to pack a bag, right? And I took all the important things: Barbies. Yeah, you know, you take some Barbies. Mm-hmm. I had paper money that I made. I colored it myself, right? So I had money. <laughs> <laughs> I colored <it> myself. <laughs> Jesus. And I took like I think a couple maybe like stuffed animals I like. Oi. And I went. <laughs> <laughs> to the back door. To the back. <laughs> yeah, <thank God. laughs> I'm running away. <laughs> but yes, but not to make light of Dilla, but you're right. They uh-huh. they approached it in the beginning as he could have been a runaway. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. thing is they also said that seven they had, months late. Exactly. They're saying that they had cadaver dogs on the scene and doing the search sorry i got distracted because bonnie is digging the hell out of her bed (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, she's so cute she is adorable anyway so dylan um they they thought he had run away but they did say that they had dogs on the search from since the beginning so why not have the dogs like sniff around where he was last you know what i mean because then they should have been able to pick up pick up on the fact that they had all this blood in the house. I mean, but then, I've, I've seen in pictures that they give them the dogs something like, to smell, something right? Something to smell. So I'm not sure if this really is a warrant issue. Mm-hmm. It very well could be. But again, it's close, so it's not within his property. Right. Yeah. So to to in order to get a warrant, it's because you. Going into somebody into his property, yeah. Property. But they said that they searched his place. Mm-hmm. I just all I'm saying is I have questions about the search, the light thing. Yeah, what mm-hmm. in the first search had they not considered luminal and is, are there levels to this? Meaning, you could do a soft search 
and then you do a search with Luminol, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Regardless, um, this poor baby Dylan, his bones are found in the woods. Oh my goodness. And the father is arrested. Mm-hmm. Father's arrested. He pleads not guilty because he's a jackass. Still sticking to his story that the animals got him, which, like okay. I said, they debunked because the prosecution came in with experts who are like, the bears are asleep. Asleep. They're not here to hurt Dylan, right? But they could not conclusively, based upon the bones they had at that time, mm-hmm. say what. Oh, they were parts. Yes. But then guess what? This mm-hmm. is probably the worst part. I actually thought the poop eating was the worst part, but that's probably the worst part. So I think it would have been, um, in, according to my notes, I think it was two years after, mm-hmm. two years after that they found his skull. Yes. And when they found his skull, they were able to say it showed signs of blunt force trauma, meaning um, he was likely hit on the head Mm -hmm. or he was beaten and then decapitated. Oh, my God. But of course, they can't prove this because, you know, it's been so long. And, but you know, to be honest, if a body is left, and that's how I'm going to phrase it because I don't want to think about this as this little boy in the woods, you know? Mm -hmm. If a body is left in the woods and an animal does happen to come, mm-hmm. I'm sure that they have experts who can distinct or distinguish, sorry, between an animal marking mm-hmm. on bone versus a knife. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess based wow. on expert testimony, mm-hmm. they were able to say that um, he showed signs of blunt force trauma, which is unrelated to being attacked by an animal. Mm-hmm. And then, thankfully, Mark was found guilty. So, in August 2017, five years after Dylan went missing, mm-hmm. um, was when he was officially arrested. Maybe wow. I have my story. So, he walked around for yeah. five years, knowing that he killed his son. Well, this is it. So, like I was saying, things happened in levels. So, two mm-hmm. years after they find the skull, mm-hmm. I think in my notes, I thought he got arrested two years after, but that's not the case. He really got arrested five years after. Wow. And um, But two years after they found the skull, I'm not sure what evidence they were putting together to make mm-hmm. this case really stick. However, I would have thought that the luminol in the house was enough, you know? To take him. Right? Yeah. So, because they did that, about seven months later mm-hmm. when they found the first set of bones. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I will never know. I will never know why it took so long for them to yeah. get there. But to me, in my humble opinion, if your house full of blood, that's probably you a good something. sign. Yeah, but you know, you could also argue that maybe he did something to himself while he was alone because remember Mark's statement was that he wasn't home. He left them there. And that's, they have no way to say that that's not true. So maybe they were worried that they didn't have enough concrete evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess finding his skull did solidify that something happened to him. And in light of the additional evidence, which includes them finding the blood in the house and mm-hmm. um, his suspicious behavior. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, something I forgot to mention is when he went on Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil requested that he do a polygraph. No, okay. polygraph is just, if you believe you're lying enough, I believe you're able to trick a polygraph test, you know? 
Um, but I think you might have to be like a certain level sociopath for that. I was going to say. I was going to say. Um, I think though it is possible, right? Mm-hmm. But they still they still put some credit to it. They won't. They may not base an entire case on it, but I think mm-hmm. the if evidence is enough to sway opinions, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll take the polygraph test." Then when it was time for him to take it, wow. he choked. He choked and he was like, "I'm not feeling well," which of course, yeah. Yeah, so he couldn't do the polygraph test because if he says he's not feeling well, he mm-hmm. can't do it, right? And then he eventually declined. So he goes on trial. I think the trial lasted for three weeks or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trial didn't start until this year, 2021. So this is a fairly no, fresh case. Yeah, and this boy went missing, what was it, 2012? Yeah, 2012. Jesus. It's been a long time. Oh, no. Um, but the mother has been consistent in saying she knew he was always responsible for this. Yeah. And um, so the prosecution alleged that Dylan would bring up the pictures. Uh-huh. And it obviously angered Mark to the point where Mark he decided snapped. to be violent. Yes. Yeah. And he has been found guilty of all of his charges. Mm-hmm. And I think it couldn't have happened to a worse person <laughs> or a better person. How did they say that? it couldn't have happened to a better guy? But he's not a good guy. So I'm going to say it no. couldn't have happened to a worse person. Um, they only deliberated for one day before deciding to bury him under the jail. Yeah, well, after five years. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. I, You know, I think he's been in jail since he was arrested in 2017. So he hasn't been out till now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I didn't read anything about him making bail or anything like that. I think, though, in a lot of states, don't mm-hmm. hold me to this because we live in Canada. Can't stress that enough. <laughs> Remember, um, clueless. <laughs> yes, right. Um, th- I don't think that you could post bail on murder. Oh, okay. Yeah, I okay, don't think okay. so. I don't think they just let you, like, hop out to jail. You don't just get to go. Okay. Um, he will be sentenced in October. So I'm making a note to revisit this. Please. The next time we are... You know, when we get around there, which is soon, it's coming mm-hmm. around, um, I will look out for it and I will be sure to update everybody. Or we can just wake up a bear and put it on the cell inside with it. It'll be October, so the bears might oh. be asleep. <laughs> huh. just I, don't, out I actually don't know when bears hibernate. I just uh-huh. assume it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> There is fucking Christmas. They just don't like the hot, no? I no, no I'm teasing, I'm teasing. I think it's the other way around. It's the other way, yeah. Because oh my gosh, when I used to live in England, mm-hmm. so they still do it. There is this like department store. It's called John Lewis, Susanna. They do the most emotional Christmas advertisements, like tears. <laughs> Like real Susanna, if I think about it right now, it makes me want to cry. There was this I mean, one. You just said again yeah. about the kiss. There was this. I know. I just did this horrible case, but mm-hmm. it's a John Lewis commercial that's gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I have never forgotten it. It was about this beer, <clears throat> and he had friends in the woods, right? right. The bunnies, the whatever. They were all his friends. Yeah, he wouldn't eat it. No, no, no. That's his friends, right? <laughs> And then he never saw Christmas because he would always be hibernating. Aye, so Chanel. all of the, his little friends <laughs> saved up all the Christmas things. <laughs> so when he came out of hibernation, there was so a Christmas tree. <laughs> so Santa, 
the tears. Like, what are you doing this, this to me, me today? <laughs> I'm gonna play for you. You'll cry. No, you will cry. I remember I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> and this is me. I'm a student, like a grad student. Uh-huh. I have this little dinky TV. My friend Nicola loaned me her TV from back when she was in college, which was like five years before that. So you know, it's like a, a older Very TV. Old one. Teeny, teeny, <laughs> tiny, tiny little TV. And I watched this and I just felt so moved. <laughs> and every year, apparently, the John Lewis commercial is like a huge release. <laughs> and so I stopped watching them because I find them traumatizing. <laughs> you always cry. Every Aye. time. Every time. Because I don't know how they do it. They have the right song. They just have the right... <laughs> oh my God. I've never forgotten that bass scene at Christmas tree. But yes, what do you think of that case? It was horrible, but you didn't it's expect horrible. the poop, right? Mm? You didn't expect the poop. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Not at yeah. all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I guess, nah, I just want to see this guy. Well, look him up. Mark Redwine. I'll wait. Go look at him up. I don't want to see those pictures now. No, not the pictures of him I'm in the panty. Not the pictures of him with the panty and the poop. Just a picture of his face. Are we allowed Googling on... Yeah, yeah. Um, I listen to some podcasts, and one of my favorite things to do is to always look up the address whenever they call out an address. Mm -hmm. It helps with the mental visual, you know. Mm. It does, unless something really spooky happens, then I don't want to see. But sometimes it's just interesting. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm gonna start with my disclaimers here. Mm -hmm. You went all out on that detail. You on details. Yes. For that case. Yes. My case is <laughs> so short. Okay. Short and sweet. This is our this is our inaugural episode. So <laughs> it's okay. You know, people will have to forgive us. <laughs> I mean, I'm really looking forward to hearing what the post edit of this is because we're I'm looking at fifty four minutes here. Oh damn. Yeah. And I think a good twenty was just us doing the intro. <laughs> Or laughing. Or laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or laughing. So, okay, I'm ready to listen to your case, Suzanne. I'm very excited. Oh, my goodness. I have to, let me, since we have done 50 minutes, why don't I just do the, the current-ish and I save the long one for the next episode. Sure. Yeah? Sure. Okay. Um, when I was looking for cases last week, mm-hmm. um, we men- I mentioned Cuomo. Oh, David Cuomo or no Andrew Cuomo? Yeah, and you mentioned oh Andrew Cuomo, the mayor, governor. Is he a mayor or governor? Governor, New York governor. Google it. Hold on, let me get on my Google. (laughs) Listen, I did not Google either of your names. Who's name? Andrew. Andrew Cuomo. I so don't you're just gonna call you're this. gonna call him what scumbag number one, scumbag number two. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I was looking Andrew, for a case. Andrew. Oh, he is. He is the governor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for a case that his brother, Chris Cuomo. There you go. Mm-hmm. But I. But that's again you mentioned news. about the governor, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I have news that for those who don't know. He was accused of sexual harassment mm. to 11 women. Mm-hmm. Nine of them um, work under his office. Okay. Or for the state of office. Yeah. 
right? Um, he finally resigned. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna read a quote because this is so shit. This is. Okay. Oh my gosh. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Okay. On August the 10th, he went on. A, I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> the news. Remember when I could talk? The news. Yeah, but he do, he wouldn't take um, questions. So this was right? just a press conference without a the conference part. Conference, but there without the conference part because he's not exactly. taking any questions. Exactly. Okay. So he wasn't taking any question, and he said he was going to resign. That he resigned, and he's he apologized to his accuser. He apologized. Yeah, he did. So he's he sorry. Oh, I'm sorry because he did something now, wrong. But hear about the um. Hear me. I quit. Mm -hmm. I'm resigning, sir. It's not the same. Yes. Right? I'm resigning. I am sorry. However, I don't feel I crossed the line. What is Nothing he sorry for? Nothing that I did was meant, was coming from me trying to sexually harass you. Okay. There's one of the ladies. Mm -hmm. I didn't bring myself to look up the name because mm -hmm. I will get very upset mm -hmm. but he reached down his blouse mm -hmm. and touched the breath of the lady right? the breasts yes okay. boobs the boobs mm -hmm. that's how you show appreciation he also says that he likes to acknowledge um his thing so when he by honking each boob mm. <laughs> wow and that's how he chose appreciation okay i appreciate you therefore i pat you in the back or the stomach mm. face but he didn't mean it in a sexual way wait mm -hmm. on top of this my buddy here has three daughters mm. and he said to these daughters and i'm quoting your dad made mistakes and he apologized he learned from it, and that's what life is about. He has always behaved this way, and he basically he didn't get the memo mm. when touching somebody's boobs was crossing the line. No. So basically, somebody came, moved the line from him, God forbid, mm -hmm. and told them. So he's apologizing for something that he supposedly didn't do on purpose. Because in his mind, it was the right thing to do to show appreciation. Because it crossing the line. Uh-huh. Okay. But somebody moved the line. Sorry, be sorry, me. Another twist to this situation. If you resign, you've been accused, you said, meh, yes, I did it. I'm sorry. I didn't intend to, but I did it. Right? Mm. You should be left out. Leave the office. Bye-bye. No. Somewhere in the law says that he has to weigh the two weeks notice. Oh, wow. So he's staying in the office for two until weeks. the end of August. <laughs> the what, about the, what about the people who worked for him who he assaulted allegedly? I, there's, this is the part where I stopped. There, I forgot her name. I'm sorry. The first girl. Mm-hmm. When she came through, the first thing you encounter was, why didn't you say it sooner? Mm. Right? When I heard that comment, I closed it. I said, I don't want to keep on reading people. Oh, you were sexually harassed. You should have said it. You should have said it right away. No. Mm. Let the people be people. And if it being two days, 
two hours of 17 years, you're still accountable for what you did. So that's, I didn't went on to research a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. But I think this is a twist that you're going to like. After Andrew Cuomo mm -hmm. leave the office, New York is going to have his, its first female governor. Oh, well, that's a nice, <laughs> it's a nice turn of yeah. events. <laughs> I'm going to try my best to say the name. Mm -hmm. Her name is Kathy. Oh my. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're going to call her, see, let we're going to call her Kathy. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> At the end. Wait, wait, wait. Hokal? Hokal? Yes. Hochal or Hokal? Hokal? Second one. Yes. Hochal. Hokal. Hokal. Yeah. Sorry. So, Sorry, Kathy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, good luck to you, girl. And yeah. bring more. Because yeah. we need them. Listen, I just, I think, so, so this is something that we wanted to do on this podcast. We didn't want it to just be about only crime. Because, mm -hmm. you know, crimes happen every single day. It's horrible, but it's also true. But yeah. there are also cases of injustice or random cases, things that don't make it to the court that really grip people's attention. And everybody tends to have an opinion about it. And for some reason, it just fades away. Mm -hmm. And nobody really talks about it. Yeah. I think this is a good case for you to start with because sexual harassment in general is a prime example of that. It's something that has peaks and valleys, meaning we people are all amped up like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden it disappears and then it happens again. And it the, the upsetting part of it is that 99.99999% of the time, the first person to blame is the person that has been abused. Yeah, because she's the face of this discomfort because mm -hmm. the real issue, in my opinion, my humble opinion is the discomfort unsolicited. the unsolicited <laughs> fun fact we almost named the podcast that unsolicited two cents <laughs> it would have been easier for me <laughs> really unsolicited no i think criminally coolest criminally there coolest. you go mm. we're working on it <laughs> but all women have faced some sort some of sort of at any given point some mm -hmm. some and and if you if you doubt me if you're a man and you're listening to this podcast it's the truth Every single woman has faced some level of sexual or unwanted sexual attention. There is no if ands, or buts about it. On top of that, this man mm -hmm. has three girls. Yes. Yeah. Would you like a bastard like you to be touching either of your girls the same way that you're touching somebody well, and, and be upfront to the world? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was a lie. Well, this hmm? is it. You remember, he didn't confess to anything. So we have to be careful here in that he hasn't confessed. He hasn't been found guilty of anything. That's How, true. However, it is suspicious that he is apologizing. But once again, that brings me back to my statement. It's all about discomfort. And I put that mm -hmm. in air quotes because that's really the term that needs to really be used here. Yeah. The women who are mad at this girl or girls or these women for speaking up yeah. are either women who are have looked the other way in these yeah. cases where maybe something happened to even them mm -hmm. or something happened to them back in the workplace when they were younger mm -hmm. or something happened like that to somebody they know. 
But mm-hmm. unfortunately, in a lot of industries, it's like, well, it happened to me. So, yeah. You know, like, yeah, we all have to. It's the norm. Exactly. So we all it's, have to go it's through it. It's part of the so process. Sometimes you're wondering, why is a woman allowing this to happen? Sometimes mm-hmm. it's that. I'm saying, I'm saying it's a possibility that that could mm-hmm. be it, right? Then the other discomfort is the men who are now confronted with their sexual behavior. Yeah. So you've got the other men who are involved. Maybe they work at that office. They work alongside him. Yeah. And they might have some some real disgusting habits as well. Mm-hmm. But in their opinion, they're just being charming. They're just being men. But that doesn't men. mean... Because I can, go, I can go and walk around. Yeah. And be like, to me, it's natural that if you're slow, I slap you in the back so you can move. Okay. <laughs> I think that's huh? called... Um, physical that's an assault <laughs> that's another case oh, okay. that's a, yes <laughs> right? but my point is it's, it's wrong it's, it's so yeah wrong. but the, the black and white of it is not the the part that needs to be dealt with is the shades of gray i think everybody can agree sexual abuse is bad yeah and everybody can agree that people who have been sexually abused should be heard where it gets gray is that there are people who are deciding who gets to be heard and what's bad. True. Okay, so True. then you're now stuck in this weird like, well, this happened to me and it's bad. And it's like, is it really that bad? Because, you know, they didn't actually have sex. Because, he just touched you. But you, you. always have somebody. Now no, we're bargaining. Mm-hmm. But you always have somebody else. And we can all, as women, we can agree that we do it to ourselves because we're used to it, sadly, to minimize how... We feel. I have a headache. Do you really have a headache or Mm -hmm. you're being dramatic? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're crying. Mm. You're being dramatic. You're you're being emotional. Yes. But you know, you and I have had this conversation about work. This whole situation with Cuomo, right? Mm -hmm. Where this young lady has said these things have happened. Maybe other women, you said 11 of them have come out. 11, yeah. I will always believe a woman first when she says... Of course. But leave room for the possibility of the whole truth coming out. Those men who hold those positions who are like, is this really bad? Like, you know, you've got some guys, some maybe they'll call themselves old school, right? Mm-hmm. Or they'll give you a pat on the ass. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? But to them, no big deal. You know? No. No, this is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they don't think it's bad. And now that they're seeing people are in the news getting a- a- held accountable, and rightly so, for their bullshit mm-hmm, behavior. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead of saying, I should change my ways, I should stop being a dick. Because that's putting in the work. Exactly. It, that's trying. And trust me, but they don't want to. is harder but than they don't, exactly they don't want to you're making mm-hmm. it more uncomfortable for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're now putting them in a position where they have to really be thoughtful about their words and their actions and that's not a world that they want to live in it's not it's not a world that they want to live in they want to live in a world where they can do what they want to do and they're not and they're not they're not to be paid exactly. they're not to pay for it exactly mm-hmm. and so these young ladies who come came out and spoke against him yeah. and you'll find that they will be villainized if that's a word way before they've 
been put into the right category of victim mm -hmm. and they will go through this trial by public first way before they even see a court which is what stops a lot of women from speaking up mm -hmm. but this is the part that i i, I don't like the word victim sure. even though they are yeah to me you have to be so brave to 100%. Especially for some, the government of New York. Yes. Even if it's just, you know, yes. the letterman. But, Su you know? <laughs> but Susanna, you have to admit that public support will always be there for a victim mm -hmm. than it will be there for a strong woman. That's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to, oh, but they want to see you at your lowest. This is, this is at least my opinion from what I see yeah. on TV. You know, yeah. They want to see you broken on the floor, crying in mm -hmm. tatters, mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. a mess, completely lost. They don't want to see you standing up for yourself. And, and that's really the image that needs to get out there and pushed and, and not some, I mean, if that's all, they have every right to cry mm -hmm. and be in their feelings and mm -hmm. sad. So not all of them are going to take the approach of this first girl who came out to speak out about it. And maybe mm -hmm. she's taken the, she's now like the, she's now the face of this case. Right? Yes. And that there are another 10 women behind her who aren't, who not saying that they're not as brave, but they're not as visible. Right. Yeah. And so they're basically probably going to, they're probably going to throw this girl under this bus. So of course. Throw the girl under the bus. And, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost a few people in the case mm -hmm. because remember they're gonna say no, I can't deal with this because they're gonna see what's happening to mm -hmm. this girl and then say or I don't deal with it. they already lost people yeah. and the ones that stayed are they eleven? Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's also true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we won't know. We'll have to see how it unfolds. But I think um, I think we'll probably be touching a lot on sexual harassment cases because yes. unfortunately. It's this the world that we live in. Everybody says that you know, you know that that Beyonce song. What? Who runs the world? Girls. Bullshit. Not yet. Not yet. We will. We're not there. We will. Working on it. We are working on it. You mm -hmm. know. But this movement, the Me Too. Um, I wanted to bring a, another case. There, there is a Venezuelan Me Too. Is there? I will bring that. Okay. I will research. There were artists and why not? And a lot of women came through. And these are necessary. Yeah. You know, these are set grounds for everybody that's coming. And remember, yeah. remember my two are coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Susanna, They're you have two there. girls. Well, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, so Emma is what? 11. 11 going on 21. Yes. My goodness, this girl's like, mm -hmm. yeah. And well, Karen will tell you she's a baby. She'll tell you exactly what she thinks. And I hope she stays like that. You know what's sad? Um, I found a book for Karen. Mm -hmm. And I read it with both of them. Mm -hmm. Where the book is telling them. I mean, preparing them. You are not to be touched yeah. here and here. Mm. You know what's the minimum age for that book? Don't tell me One street. year. Oh, my God. But you know. One year. And here's the. I understand and appreciate mm -hmm. the book. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see that for boys. 
Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean boys don't don't get have harassed. exactly and, exactly, and that's know, a, that's another thing that does need to mm-hmm. to be spoken about. Yes, yeah, I feel like there's probably a lot of abuse of young men that happens that goes unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, um, men. I watched. 13 reasons why don't even i don't even want to talk about that i don't want to speak about that because i have i have probably a very very unpopular opinion about (laughs) that and i don't want to get into it (laughs) we will don't worry no i don't want to talk about it because i just i got so mad at the end of that oh my gosh but you don't learn to be strong and that's sad i'm concerned i just find out sad but you're right a book like that does not exist. Maybe they don't market it for boys. And that yeah. is a problem. It should be, right? I just remember when I was young, my mom would send me to school. And I always wore knickers underneath my skirts. Yeah, like Knickers shorts. and yep. little shorts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hated them because they had this little elastic band. They used to <laughs> dig into my thigh. <laughs> and I was constantly like hand up underneath I my skirts scratching. Because the elastic was like, Digging into my little baby fat, you know, <laughs> and yeah, I know fat. she, I know she insisted on that because yes. obviously this is another barrier. This mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm not gonna. This, I'm a little girl, but I'm not mindful of the fact that I have a skirt that could fly up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just playing because you're being a kid. Exactly, I'm just playing. But I do know that she. I can't remember when, but I know we had a conversation about who was allowed to pick me up. Who was allowed to give me a bath? Who was allowed yes. to touch me where, you know, uh-huh. and how? And I know we had that conversation. I just know, like, it's in my, I can't remember it, but I just know it happened, mm-hmm. you know? And it's unfortunate, but it is a part of our reality that, yep. you know, that these conversations need to happen. I so, I mean, pray that it dies down. Along with what? the cancel, <laughs> cancel culture. <laughs> yes. If it could happen, if it could happen um, at the same time, that would be lovely. Like stop being a dick and yeah. stop canceling people unnecessarily. Yeah, I mean cancel them if they need to be canceled. Yourself. You know, if they need to be canceled, one hundred percent, you cancel their ass. Yes, <laughs> today, <laughs> right? But I mean, I think it could take a little bit more, a little bit more consideration first before the cancellation happens. Yeah, I mean, we could very well be canceled for this podcast just for this one, because we've had some strong opinions out the gate. You know, Susanna and I are really excited. You're excited, right? Like of this course. is the beginning of, you know, we talk anyway, so we figured. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, I think I, we met. I I've said it. Mm-hmm. I said, can you imagine somebody listening to this right now? Yeah, we talk about a lot. I think I think one thing we do need to work on mm-hmm. probably is staying on topic <laughs> because we no, do segue but that's so hard i know Man. it's hard but we segue you know we we segue we kind of the tangent is there you know we go we're gone but mm-hmm. once we come back to the main thing yeah i think we'll be in a good position you know but he also lightened the case a little bit. yes yes so i originally decided to go ahead for the podcast last year in 2020 right and i thought seriously i know where you're going i know where you're going (laughs) i thought seriously about 
doing it on my own. <laughs> then I confessed something to the, to Susanna the other day. I said, I, I kept putting it off, kept putting it off. And then, of course, we got Bonnie. And, you know, getting Bonnie and the whole pandemic just kind of put me in the mindset that, yes, I like having a job. I like having stable employment. Mm-hmm. I like having a nine-to-five. Great. Um, but, like, because I'm from, Susanna and I, we're both from generations where we remember not being tethered to our phone, you know? So we we're not necessarily fully in this digital age but yeah. this yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so we're not here for the tiktoks and the <laughs> and the snaps not even for the dance <laughs> and the dance like i didn't know a single tiktok dance no. i'm not he- out here mm-hmm. doing any of them i i don't tick nor talk okay but no. um, <laughs> yeah we do have a tiktok for bunny <laughs> um but the point is is that we like i was seriously thinking about it last year and I was like, this life has to be about more than just, you know, getting up, going to work, rinse, repeat, you know, like life is not about that. But also trying something new. Yeah, yeah, Taking yeah. Taking the risk. Cause... Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I listen, we hope you don't hate it. You'll get the opportunity to tell us in the comments on our Instagram. Um, of just course. Just be patient. Yeah, be patient. A little bit. You A know? little bit. Just... Uh, be patient with us. But also, we're prepared for you not to like us. Because I think we're just going to keep I'm doing not. it anyway. You're not? No. We're not going to just keep talking anyway? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how I'm going to react. Just give me love. Give so me give, heart. It's fair. <laughs> so if you like Susanna, give me a like. please put a... <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good opportunity to say, you know, <laughs> please like us. <laughs> you know, um, Go to Instagram on at Criminally Clueless. And mm-hmm. feel free to drop us a comment if you have any cases you'd like for us to cover. If you have, yeah, you that take, would be fun. We take requests. I think that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it will help us connect with our listeners. You know, if there are any cases you would like for us to present on or you know for us to cover, we'd be happy to do that. Mm-hmm. Message us, send us a DM. Um, our website is under construction. <laughs> no minute. Um, coming soon coming <laughs> soon so uh, uh, you know if you would like to see listen to our episodes or like to learn more about me Susanna Bonnie she was a real star of the show um, feel free to check out the Instagram and the soon to be coming website yeah. but yes I think you know it's nice to not just be in that hamster wheel you know going 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 we go to work yeah. we come home we go to work it's nice to have something else so we're looking forward to doing this every week. Yes. Yes. Every um, week. Um, I mean, we're probably um, be more prepared the next time. Listen, I know we were a bit not scattered. I'm not prepared, but that you're way better. I listen to podcasts. You see, I'm a prime oh, podcast God. listener. But right? I listen more to comedy. Right. So I so we have different tastes in, mm-hmm. in how we spend our free time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but free? What's that? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm single and without children. So I have the free you time. Have a bunny. <laughs> I do have a bunny. But um what I'm trying to say is, you know, I do listen to several podcasts yeah. and that's how I had an idea of the tone I preferred because I know which ones I come back to. Versus the ones I don't come back to, you know? That's fair. And although I 
love the professionalism of the solo podcasts mm-hmm. and how deep they get and mm-hmm. they invite uh, people who are a part of the case, the lawyers, the 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 witnesses, whatnot, and they mm-hmm. they have these very emotional and extremely well done podcast mm-hmm. the execution of that and the commitment of that is not something i was prepared to take on additionally okay. i told you already i think it would be spooky as hell to be doing a podcast <laughs> <by itself. laughs> i just that, kept yeah i just kept imagining Sitting in my closet, sitting in my apartment in the middle of the night, talking about these <laughs> sad, scary <laughs> cases, and nobody to talk with. And I was like, no, 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 Chanel, that's not fair. <laughs> so, um, don't worry, we got you. Yeah, so we I'm glad. You, I'm glad Susanna's here because you know, yeah, we will cover injustice, but I think that's but we needed. also have similar, in different perspectives. To things yeah for sure like i think and approaches to yeah but mm-hmm. i think your approach to is you always come from the angle of parent and yeah. and that is an angle i can't come from you know i can think about what it might be like but, but I, I think you know your brain is just calibrated to parent mode because i'm gonna be damn this is Full disclosure here. I meant it when I said that those two record routes mm-hmm. they make me see the world differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even questioned the world that I was. Yeah, but that's good. Brought up. Yeah, that's good. So I just try to leave them with something somehow better. manageable. Yeah, but better, better prepared. Better. Yeah, better prepared. And also show them the best. Yeah. I mean, try to. Sh- I'm not aiming per- for perfection mm-hmm. at all, but show them that it's okay to take the risk to speak up. Tell the world, mm-hmm. me, you, mm-hmm. teachers, yeah, bosses, you know, to be upfront and say how they feel without running out and crying in the bathroom. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always which which was still okay. By the way, if you need to cry, I cried in the bathroom. Thank you very much. Haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? Okay, the guy that invented the the big bathroom because you can pay. Yes. <laughs> so at the just some inside information at our building where we were, <laughs> the the bathroom there's an accessible bathroom and yeah. then there's a smaller bathroom. And the accessible bathroom. There isn't anybody who requires you requires use of the accessible bathroom who mm-hmm. works at our building. But of course, we could have visitors who do. Yeah. The accessible bathroom is the crying bathroom because it is. <laughs> it's where you can go stretch your is, legs. You can but walk. the small one is so more traumatizing. Yeah, because I you're try trapped. both. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're trapped, right? It's so depressing in the second one. (laughs) At least in the big one, you have some room Mm -hmm. to breathe. You know, you just want some space. You just want some space. You Mm -hmm. just need a minute. You know, and that's okay. And that is okay. It is okay. okay. But the takeaways from today's episode, we have a lot of. Pardon? We have a lot to say. Oh, we always have a lot to say. 
However, takeaways from today's episode are don't eat your poop and yes. don't touch people in an inappropriate way. Nobody asks for that. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> like just just don't. And step aside. Yes. If you're an ass. 100%. 100%. Step aside. Okay. So, please give us a listen. Um, yes. You know, come back, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. We'll be here. We'll be here every week. Um, if you would like to see Bonnie, um, please feel free to follow her at BonnieB0604 on Instagram. And you can follow us on at Criminally Clueless on Instagram. And, we'll be um, posting. We'll be posting. Teasers. Yes, we'll be posting teasers. We'll be posting some Polaroids from our episodes with Susanna's yes. idea. And I think it's adorable. And um, once again, you know, catch us in the comments. We will also be providing links to all of our sources. So you can go check them out because, you know, don't trust us. Go see for yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, just... I mean, not at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it is one Not o'clock like, in the morning. Right is, now, one eighteen. We are up. But this went really good. I'm very <laughs> I mean, it's gonna get better. Yeah. We're gonna get better. Yeah. We're aiming to get it better. Yes. We're aiming to get better. But the main thing for you to remember is we might be clueless. That is not a crime. <laughs>